Speak Live, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight... Batman Bond correspondent, Brendan. Wade Cobson on Pots and Pans. And our very special guest via Skype... Geek of all trades, Steve Muller. How are you, big big sir? <laughs> That's just weird, because you're not what big. I, national Park? Actually, you are, yeah. yeah I've, I've seen your, um, your hairy bush. <laughs> oh, I was about to say I'm heritage listed. Uh, and 20 seconds in, we're already... Uh, in trouble. We've reached our, we've reached our level. <laughs> Thank How you and good night, folks. <laughs> How are you guys? Very, Very good. Well. That's fantastic. Um, I want to get straight into it. Have we all seen the new trailer for Superman Returns? Came Not up. Superman Returns. Oh, Man of Steel. Oh, oh shit. Now, this is are the one that came... about the Nokia one? The Nokia one, the Nokia yes. One. Oh, I haven't seen no, it yet. No, I haven't. Oh, it's no. really good. Yeah. It's really good. I tell you what, look, I'm a Batman fan. You know that. Um, I've never been a big Superman guy. But it looks bloody sexy. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah, it does. It yeah. was a um, another online um, media outlet posted a little while ago that they because they're big Batman fans as well. Yep, and they said that they feel like they're cheating on Batman because they're so <laughs> excited for the Man of Steel, <laughs> and it's it's true. Like I'm, I can't wait. It's it, it, there's a clip that we just watched before. Mm. Um, it only got released today as well, where Superman's pounding on um, Zod. Yeah, but he's it's like over Kansas or something. So he's through silos, oh, wow. on the ground through this this um, service station. Shop, goes, yeah, Seven Eleven service station blows up like it's, and then they hit the ground. Anyway, Zod stands up, and because he's not used to being on Earth with you know like the whole superpowers, I guess under the, the yeah. his helmet, Earth's he's Earth's wearing Earth. a helmet, and Superman bashes him up that bad, his helmet comes off. That's right, and then so he he's you know like he what Superman hear can hear everything. all the yeah. silos. Sirens and people talking, and it starts really disorientating him. And cool. It, just, it looks freaking awesome. Mm. So, mm. you seen that yet, Muller? No, I haven't. I've, I have been watching Superman stuff, though. I've watched uh, Superman versus the Elite and Superman Unbound, the How animated oh, films. I'm only halfway through Unbound at the moment. I keep getting interrupted. It's pretty good. Um, uh, no, I'm only about a quarter of the way, too. <laughs> it doesn't uh, it doesn't hit DVD shelves over here until the 26th of June. Oh, really? So yeah. that's the day before Man of Steel comes out. That's right. Now, listen, uh, fill me in. The Man of Steel is actually mm-hmm. out earlier in the US 14th why is that happening that we're not getting it's just not a, they're not doing a worldwide release date that's stupid, which is a shame isn't it? Isn't it really? I don't but... understand how things can't do worldwide worldwide releases these days like I wanted to see Die Hard on my birthday because it was out in the States and I had to wait another month and a half yeah I, it's, it started I on Valentine's Day but you, you, you honestly didn't miss much terrible. it was a horrible film the new Die Hard movie um, yeah but it's like in you know current day how can they not do a worldwide release on a film like that? Oh, mate, James Bond last year was a big one for me. The UK got it nearly, I think it was about a month and a half, two months before we did. But with every- it's, it's a Bond film. But with everyone you know, freaking out about piracy, all the big studios yeah, that's carrying the, on yeah, piracy. Exactly. And, and it's, a, release it's, it? it's not like it's an actual physical uh, chunk of film. It's a digital ones and zeros on a hard drive that they're send sending it. everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I actually um, I contacted um, MGM and Eon Productions via Facebook and I said, look, I'm not... <laughs> Wanting to sound like a fanboy having a win, but you did. I said, but <laughs> in this day and age, when you're trying to keep the secrets of this film under wraps, yeah. and there are a lot of twists in that film, as we all know now, and with so social you, you media, do, I don't. with yeah, social media and everything, how 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 can you justify, you know, a film coming out like that? And it just being so staggered around See, this, the world. This is the big problem with with fucking social media today. Yeah, you know, that's right. I, I was a, a day and a half late from watching the latest episode of Game of Thrones. Okay, and I nearly had it ruined for me by idiots on Twitter and Facebook getting on there and just blurting all it straight Facebook out. Facebook has been for the last few days is, is Origin is, and Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. true. But um, uh, you know, I had people coming in going, "Don't don't get on Facebook, don't get on social media," and I'm like, "Why?" And they're like, "Because it'll ruin Game of Thrones." I'm like, "Yeah, well, too late. It nearly did for me." Um, because people don't consider well, other people. Books, you'd be fine, but I haven't read the books. <laughs> I haven't read the bo- no, shut up, Muller. I'll get around it. Get off my back. But it's the same as how I met your mother. But that was on the official how I met your mother Facebook page that they they spoiled. They it. put the photo up and said, yeah, "Well, yeah, here's yeah, the yeah, mother." Yeah, in America, they actually yeah. revealed the mother. Yeah, yeah, on on the official Facebook page because it it went to air in America and then yeah. straight after the show on the Facebook the official Facebook page they put up the photo of her saying and here is the mum and everyone went well we didn't fucking you know we taped it we were going to watch it tomorrow yeah so no, I saw on. that on IMDb yeah. the day after it broke and I'm wow. like well I haven't watched any of this season yet and I was like well. Fuck, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but that did shit me this week, but I, I was fortunate when enough... When it I'd... comes to worldwide releases, the two big ones for me were, I remember Green Lantern came out in the States yep. well before... And that was meant um, to be a worldwide Australia. release, if you remember. And the, it was the meant biggest to be. one I remember was years ago, Sin City, 
By the time we got it at the cinema, it was out on DVD in the States. It was too, yeah. That's right. And then when we finally got the D- And they had the DVD that you could watch all four individual stories by themselves, and they'd all been extended. And yet when it finally then came out on DVD here, they had this piss-weak little version that had, like, one behind-the-scenes 20-minute featurette. I waited another year for a better version, still didn't, so I finally bought it from the States, and finally a week later they're like, oh, yeah, we're releasing this one in Australia now. But it was like, you know, even back then, what was that, 2005? 2005, We've yeah. come such a long you way know, since then, was, so... You know, to be out on DVD in the States before it had even hit cinema here, I, I still went and saw it at the cinema, but then I still, you know used other methods and got it so I could just watch a perfect quality version at home. Yeah. See, see, my issue with a lot of that sort of stuff is particularly being like the Batman DC fan is the animated films. The mm-hmm. US, it, they're, again, they're not as bad as they used to be, but Superman Unbound has been out in the States for about a month. Um, some of the early on when they were releasing those films, like, uh, what was it, uh, Batman Superman Public Enemies, yep. I ordered it through you in the comic shop and even it came in about six, seven months later than it was supposed to, I still had that movie a good nine months before it got released here in Australia. Uh, the times just, are a bit shorter nowadays. They've, they've tightened that up a bit. But bit. particularly with the animated stuff, they won't release full seasons over here? Speaking on that, um, at home the other night, late at night, guess what came on? Go. No, the, the Green Arrow short. Is this a movie? Oh, did it? A movie stops. Oh, no Next minute, up comes the DC animated, like, you know, for the, the little intro they the do. Warner the Warner premiere one. Where it's in the comic oh, shop. wow. Line. I'm sitting there going... This is obviously one of the DC animated movies. Which one? Next minute, up come Green Arrow. They played that, and then it stopped, and they went into a um, into another movie or a TV show after it. Cool. It was used as a filler. The little Green That's Arrow. That's where they used that to show cool. like, those music yeah. video things. But but yeah, like they won't release full seasons of animated series over here, like Young Justice and Brave and the Bold. They'll just release those shitty little volumes with like four episodes on it. And I know I actually Steve, you could probably relate. I had someone in at my work the other day complaining about it for Transformers Prime. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Transformers Prime, they did the same with trans- the previous cartoon, Transformers Animated, that was the actual title. It was the same, they bring out like three DVDs, like the first three episodes, and then the others are usually just like a mix of a couple of episodes, and they've done it with every Transformers cartoon in the last, oh, when was Armada, we're talking, you know, 12, 10 to 12 years. And so, yeah, we have to look for other means to get it, like whether it be buy it from Amazon online and get them sent over here yeah, because we, they won't we, provide it. We don't you. condone piracy. We don't. But at no. some, sometimes you just feel that there's, as there's a, no as a fan, As a fan. And you, particularly with social media, if yeah. you don't want things ruined. I mean, one something as old as Batman the Animated Series, they still only ever release season one over here. You can go into any DVD store and buy season one of Batman the Animated I, Series. I had to buy the complete box it's set. It's $10. Box dollars. Set. It's no, only 10 bucks. I had to buy it out of the US. They did not release any of the other seasons. And actually, the same day that um, Superman Unbound comes out, uh, Lego Batman comes out. Yep. And on the same day, they're releasing some of the old animated series episodes again, repackaged. Again, just as those little volumes, but it's um, episodes focusing on Catwoman. And, and out of all the other villains, Killer Croc. Oh, really? They're releasing Killer, a Killer Croc volume and a Catwoman volume, but they won't release the full season. That's just crazy, isn't it? So the original Ninja Turtles was like that as well. It's I only volumes. I a friend a few years ago that I had to buy it all online and make sure she had an all-region DVD player because you couldn't get it in Australia. Yeah, it's oh, ridiculous. So um, there you go. We've that's, had our rant for the. That's our one. Um, that's our notice. <laughs> Get off our, our soapbox uh, now. Our soapbox. That's our notice to all the big studios. Don't make us pirates. Particularly Warner out. Brothers. Well, yeah, I, there is sons a of perfect bitches. oatmeal comic on that, and it relates to Game of Thrones. It's called How I Feel Watching Game of Thrones or Wanting to Watch Game of Thrones, and he goes through every possible legal method there is to watch it from all the streaming services in America and getting it here on iTunes. You know, direct like Netflix, anything like that, yep. and it fails every. And this is back when Game of Thrones started, and it basically gets to the end where he's basically just got to torrent it because there's no other option to be able to watch it. At, le- at least now they're fast tracking it for, for people with pay, you know, paid subscription television. But for those of us who don't, Speak, how else? Speaking of Game of Thrones, did you notice that our, um, I, I would usually say illustrious Prime Minister, but in her case I won't, um, she is actually a Game of Thrones fan. She speaks Dothraki. Yeah, but um, she watches it each week. Now, I'm kind of sitting there going... You can't. She can't. You what? 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, can't. <laughs> Sorry, can't. So I'm sitting there going. I wouldn't call another redhead that that word. I'm I'm wondering whether our prime minister is actually. Australia's biggest pirate, you know, most well-known pirate. But she's I, watching it every single. Don't week. they release it to iTunes the day after? No, she says, uh, I'm sure it's said in the in the report that she watches it on a on a Tuesday, um, Tuesday morning. Or so. So I, I reckon she's downloading it. I, I'm I'm putting it out there. I think Julia Gillard is <laughs> is pirating Game of Thrones. Either that, or she's maybe got she's getting TV ideas and they replay it the next day. Maybe she's getting ideas of how to deal with Kevin Rudd. Um, oh. <laughs> well, she's in charge of the NBN. Which do you reckon Kevin Rudd's going to be like Ned Stark? She, she probably, she, yeah, she's probably got the NBN at the buddy at the. Lodge. I was going to say the White House, but uh, at, wrong at, country. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> at, at Parliament House because Parliament House would have the biggest, thickest trunk line to the internet, the quickest internet there, wouldn't they? Oh, I, was, I thought you were going somewhere else. I was going to say, no, when you said biggest, thickest trunk, well, Tony Abbott's not Prime Minister yet, mate, but... Um... <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't have said that about him. I would have said about maybe... A pair of maybe, about, maybe about Bill Clinton. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Um, yeah, so I've covered politics. Are going to cover religion next? Uh, no. <laughs> Muller, have you read any cool comics this week? Who? You. I said, have you... Me? Yeah, this um, is the worst part. I well, can't no, look at like, you to give you the finger. You know, my state of unemployment only lasted a week and a half. Got a job. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Congratulations. But in that time, I've been going back... And, oh, you know what? You set a record for previous... the animated you're not a, hey, dude, what, what, what? dude, you, you've set a, a record for previ- for hosts um, over our previous host for getting a job. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure one still hasn't got a job after 12 months. So. What, what kind of job is it? I, I heard you got a job as a librarian. Yeah. <laughs> what, what job did you but, get? Um, no, I've been watching the animated stuff. Finally got around to watching Batman um, The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2. I asked you if you'd read comics, you twat, not watch cartoons. He said he hasn't. Well, if you'd let me finish, (laughs) I'm going back. I've reread Hush. I'm rereading The Sinestro Corps War from Green Lantern. And I'm rereading The Dark Knight Returns. uh, Dark Knight Returns. I like the animated... Two movies, but I really can't get into the comic. The movie was brilliant. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, look, it was good, but I, for the me, the, the comic, I still can't sit down and reread that. It's a tough, yeah, it's it, a tough it, read. It's a hard read, but going back through Sinestro Core War for Green Lantern, you know, now that Jeff Johns has finished up, I'm going back through and reading my favourite stories that really made me fall in love with that title, with the characters, with yep. him. So, no, I just... I haven't got around to reading new comics this I'm surprised, Muller, because on your devil's device, um, mm. you know Green Lantern 21 hit this week. I thought you would have been all over that, like a fat kid on a cupcake. No, well, as I said, you know, current new state of reinstated employment. Like, Wait, it take, how long does it take uh, you to read a comic, especially on your devil's device? Doesn't it read it out to you or something <laughs> like that? I don't know how these things work. I, I actually have a question, Steve. With all the comics that you've read this week, did any of them make you cry? <laughs> Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know you cry at the drop of a hatch, you big sook. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do. But um, no, yeah, there's parts in Sinestro Core War that gets me, like with uh, Hal's brother and like when the Yellow Lanterns are attacking Earth. Ooh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, buddy. It's, it's, the story's years old, but like when they're coming down and his brother and his family stay and stuff, it, it always makes me a little teary. Yeah, okay. oh, you, you get teary when you burn your toast. Um, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> now, listen. Uh, anyone here on the panel seen um, Great Gatsby yet? Yes. Have no. you? Yes. What do you give it out of five? Expect rating out of five. Is it any good? That's the main thing I should. Okay. Ask. Uh, now, I, from a, yeah, from we're a, talking to the Baz Luhrmann addict here. From a Facebook conversation that was had about this time last week, <laughs> when I was in a different city, not able to defend myself. Oh, bullshit! Um, You're good. I, 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 I like Baz Luhrmann as a director. I really do. Do you like him or do you like him? No, I like Baz Luhrmann as a director. Yeah. Um, loved Romeo and Juliet growing up. And, Actually, I must and, admit, that is a, one of my all-time favourite films. And I, I don't care what, what criticism I cop here. I love Moulin Rouge. It is one of my favourite films <laughs> of all time. i have a look over there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yous all. Anyway. Yep. Um. For for the listeners out there, I guess the best way I can describe it is it's very Baz Luhrmann. If you don't like him, you probably won't like it. It's, <laughs> Does that make sense? Well, Steve, no, he, I'm, I can hear you wanting he, to say something, He has mate. a very, very... I'm, I'm pondering. He has a very... Um, <laughs> Are you going to wait until the end and then pass, pass judgment? judgment yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very distinct style of directing. It's, it's yeah. very much a Baz Luhrmann film. It's hyper real. Yeah, it really is. And 
It's better. It's not as good as Romeo and Juliet and Moulin Rouge. Yeah, but it's better than Australia. Do you think he blew his oh, early on in his career, nuts. and now he's struggling to, to go back to being as good as he was? Do you think he? Do you think he's suffering the same disease M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong has got? Yeah, but I mean, I, I all well, in all, I enjoyed it. I'd probably give it a three and a half to four out of five. No, oh, right, that's that's, yeah. that's your gig speak rating for it. Yeah. We haven't seen it, so we can't. It's we can't it's rate long. It. Is it how long? Um. I think it was 160 minutes. Yeah, given that book, I'd say that would be a long film. Yeah, it's very long. And see, I've never read the book, so I didn't go in with any. Do uh, you guys read anything but comics? <laughs> yeah, James Bond novels. But, <laughs> but no, like I, I have, I never was, I was never told to read the book or anything, so I didn't have any preconceived notions going into it. Steve, do you actually read yeah. books, or do you get audio books on your bloody devil's device? No, see, I actually read. How do you read them through the tears? Yeah. <laughs> well played, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Now, while we're talking about it, um, it got given by you and I. We're all shareholders of The Great Gaps, Gatsby because yes. it, it got given $85 million by mm-hmm. the Australian government. It's the highest grossing Australian film of all time now, isn't it? Already. It, yeah, it's $85 million. Holy hell, I didn't get a vote in so like, this. We're shareholders in this. Technically, we're, we're all shareholders in that movie. Oh. So technically, that's our movie, right? Yeah. But, I look, I'm, I'm not going to get up on a soapbox and say, hey, Australian film, Australian film. But for a film that was based on an American book with American actors... Your leads it's, are American. Yeah. Like a lot of the leads. Yeah, yeah. Films. It leads been are cut, American, but, but nearly all the supporting cast is Australian. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But, you know, for, for something that, that got given that amount of money... Mm. You know the studio didn't want him to make it in Australia? Yeah, He yeah. was the one that pushed for yes, it. He yes. always makes his films at home. Yep. Uh, you know, like, and, and yet if, if uh, us filmmakers go to Screen Queensland or Screen Australia to ask for funding for movies... You get nothing. You won't get anything because the first question is, is it based in Australia? Is it Australian uh, characters? Not, not necessarily Australian actors, but, you know, they want us to make films that have got the opera house in the background and a fucking kangaroo hopping down the street. Yeah. Unless, as long as it doesn't gonna... have Lara Bengal in it, I'm happy. Yeah, but... but <laughs> what, like, if a, hang on, what if it's a horror film and she's the first one to get bumped off? Oh, that that'll do. Right. Well, we've just we're writing a script as we speak. But the, sweet, like we're, we uh, the that producer came over to Australia and said the problem with Australian films is you're making Australian films and it doesn't yeah. sell. You're not in you're not making market. films that uh, uh, you know uh, are marketable elsewhere. Like for example, Dark City was made in Australia. You wouldn't know it's Australia. There's no mm. shots of the Opera House. It's a fucking good movie and made its money. What, back. what is it, Ginge? Dark City. No, it's a fucking good movie. It's a fucking good movie. Can I just add too, before we move on from that, with my review for it, um, it is in 2D and 3D. I went 2D. At no point was I thinking... Geez, that would have been cool in 3D. Did he didn't come out I with the buddy think, pa- paddle with the ping pong at the no, end of it. I, I don't think. I don't think it needs to be in 3D. I, I keep saying no movie needs to be in 3D because it's they're all overrated. Yeah, Mello, what's your th- feelings on 3D? Me? Yeah. Already fall oh, asleep there. Well, yeah, it's funny because I've been playing my 3DS all week. I thought like, it was about you know, to say Donkey Kong with Country Returns Skyping. 3D. That works because it immerses you in it. Yeah, but and you I don't need like to wear the goggles either. There are certain either. movies that it does add to it, especially certain special... Uh, like uh, Dread, that worked in 3D because of a lot of the shots that they did, you know, when oh, it, it's coming... Uh, with the, yeah. with like it feels like it's it. coming towards you, you're dodging stuff. That's the thing, when they but do when that intentionally... it's just a state of immersion, there are so many films that don't need it, and you know I'd rather not the, um, spend the extra 10 yeah, bucks all on they a do, ticket all to they do, do so. is that little bit of depth. It doesn't really You know when they're on the drugs it. in it, and, and, and it all goes like, in you know... slow motion and stuff. Slow motion, they're falling down and all stuff like that. I keep getting distracted because the way it was in 3D, because it was bouncing the light around the cinema i kept looking around to see what what it was and it kept dragging me out of the film yeah with the with the glasses on yeah i've only ever seen two films in 3d 3d where i thought that was cool i'm glad i went 3d one was green lantern yeah i really it was great in 3d and the second one was oz the great and powerful yeah, I saw that in 3D as well. I that, was, that was awesome. Ooh, I got to watch 3D. that. It, it, it was good, but you know the, the one film, and this will sound cheesy as all hell, but... Um, Beauty and the Beast? No. <laughs> um, the the remake of, of The Musketeers. What was that one called? Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Oh, that Musketeers. Was terrible. Thanks. <laughs> what? No, the effects for that in 3D, I actually... Uh, it's probably one that got my vote. Yeah? There. Yeah, I reckon it worked see, well. See, mine would be, and it's kind of biased for me to say, but 
Transformers 3, partly because it was the first time that, you know, Michael Bay actually contacted all the cinemas, like sent out letters to them saying, yeah. do not adjust the settings on your projectors. The reason this film is so bright is to compensate for the dark glasses. Yes. Last one I saw in 3D was Star Trek, and half the time I sit there putting up my glasses thinking, okay, that looks kind of white, lift up the glasses. Oh, that's very white. It's too dark. But he did it right, and partly because also, you know, giant transforming robots in 3D is awesome. <laughs> but it was... No, there's no bias there at right. all, Steve. No Actually, bias at all. you weren't sitting here going, seriously, watch Deathly ha- Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 in yeah. 3D. Yeah. You cannot see anything. It is so dark already that you chuck those glasses on. That's true, actually. You've lost it. Is that where the Hobbit dies? Shut <laughs> no, up, That was Inge. part one. Do you Can know, I, just... I, um, I actually watched uh, Die Hard. The latest Die Hard in 3D. Well, I thought it was 3D. I thought it was too dark. And then I realised that I'd fallen asleep and it was inside of my eyes. <laughs> Can I just quickly throw I, out... I didn't actually finish that film. We got 20 minutes into it and turned it off. It is oh, that bad. Is, I'm looking forward cool. to it, uh, uh, watching it on the plane as I'm mm. flying to America. I can watch That'd all cool. those movies I've missed for the last 12 months. No, you won't. I might, trust me, you'll fall asleep. I might be able to actually catch up catch on those asleep. films that everyone goes, hey, well, did you see that? Yeah, take the Avengers off that list, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> can I just quickly throw in there with this whole 3D movie thing? I'm sure our um, girly geek speak host, Anna, would want me to mention this. It came out this week um, for the 75th anniversary of The Wizard of Oz um, in September in America. I don't think it's coming here. They're releasing it for one week. Um, they're reforming at, reformatting it in 3D and releasing it to IMAX cinemas cool. in America for one week mm, only. Very interesting. That would be good to see. It's, it's the visuals from it. It's the colour and yeah, just but, the setting uh, and everything. That's again, when I feel 3D can work. Once again, over here in Australia, I don't think we'll get to see it. Mm. Did we even get Jurassic Park in 3D? Some cinemas did. Not all of them. Mm. That came out on Blu-ray this week, actually, by the way. Uh, while we, we're still talking movies, Ginger, you got a bit of uh, news about Man of Steel. Yeah, did you see the news that came out uh, yesterday about Man of Steel that they pretty much made back all the money uh, from the budget because they have sold $85 million worth of licensing rights already? Wow. So Damn. That's, probably, that's before the movie's even hit I thought you were about to say, like, uh, pre-purchase tickets. No, just licensing, you know, like T-shirts and action figures and such like that. So, you know, Warner Brothers are rubbing their hands together, pretty much saying, well, shit, we can make the sequel because we've got a shitload of money. Yeah, the problem is, though, we don't want to see them rush a sequel. No, no that's right. Be... But I don't, actually, I don't think um... they will because, you know, they've kind of got the people behind the scenes that sort of know what they're doing, yep. you know. I've seen a few um, few articles online where apparently some of the people tied up with the Marvel films are looking at what's been released of, of Man of Steel and, and even they're going, wow, that looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I listened to another podcast and they threw this out there and it's a big call, but it's one that I can kind of agree with and you know how much I am a staunch Batman fan, that Man of Steel has the potential to be the greatest comic book film of all time. Oh, that's a big call, It's Kenny. a big call, but... <laughs> it has the potential, yeah, I'll give it that. It has the potential, and you know what? If it is, it, good, it should be. It's Superman. Yes, I'm a Batman fan first and foremost, but Superman is the granddaddy of all super... If it wasn't for Superman, we wouldn't have superheroes. He is Superman for a reason. He was the yeah. first one. Um. Uh, too early. Hey, look, don't, don't put too much hype on this yet. Greatest comic book movie of all time, we all know, is Howard the Duck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, it's Meteor Man. No, I was going to say oh, Mystery Man, actually. The Wayne's brother. Do you know, Mystery Man, now that I, is I, a great I, movie. I love, I love Mystery Man. Do you know something I was thinking the other day? I, I read an article online, it was about Batman 89, and there were all these arguments about if it holds up and, and everything. And mm. we, I've said on previous podcasts, and you guys have agreed with me, it's really good. I don't know if it still holds up I, today. I, so I, well, I, I, it, I don't remember ever agreeing with you saying that no, it doesn't hold it, up. It, it does feel parts of it feel You're slightly high, parts of it feel slightly dated. Yeah, parts I have it. never agreed to that. I am. I can guarantee. There's one. Was the I one drunk? Se- no, the, the one scene you're talking about, and you, you'll back me up, is where there, where uh, she, she comes. No, 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 no. Fuck off. That's a crazy. The the, the bit where where, she, where Vicky Vale comes into the Batcave and they do the whole um, talking the to the back opera. of your head, and also thing. her her, her uh, wedding. When you go back, she and, wears into the, to Wayne Manor for that ball, and but no, like. I think that's the only time. That's the only time I'm going to say, yeah, okay. That's uh, that's, that's. Do you know what I was thinking about it? Do you know what movie from that time period? Yeah, and I'd say pretty much for the whole '90s, any movie, the comic book movie that does not feel dated at all, 
Mm. The unbreakable. <laughs> no, Dick Tracy. Because of the time, because of the way it was filmed, the way it was filmed and, and everything, and apart true. apart from the fact that Madonna she, Madonna is the way that she is in it, the way she looked, yeah. I that movie could have been filmed well, yesterday. You could actually tag um, the Shadow into that too, because it's something that I feel is never really because it was a period. That's movie. right. It's never really dated. I th- I th- mm. Yeah, and if the Shadow had come out today, I reckon it would have made a shitload more money. Oh, because or, I think audiences are more aware of superhero powers that, that have something to do with the mind, you know, like X-Men. I would still love to see someone in Hollywood get the, get the rights and redo but I just, it. But yeah. I think Dick Tracy, when you talk about comic book films and their validity and how they hold up, I think that movie gets overlooked a hell of a lot. Yeah. It's a good movie. Um, and just going back to your thing about, you you were saying Man of Steel could be potentially the greatest superhero film of all time, comic book film of all time. Uh, I'm going to challenge that. I mean, well, yeah, I, did, okay, I didn't it say it. I no, was no, quoting I, somebody I, else. No, but you, you did. You just said you, you, you kind of agree with it. So, uh, but you know what? Um, on money, money alone, it's it's never going to match. But you know what the greatest superhero movie of all time is? It's Ben Affleck as Daredevil, um, and I stand by that. <laughs> director's cut with Coolio. Yeah, that's right. It's fucking. Best was he in, was he in the director's cut of that? He was. Uh, he's so got he a big in, scene in it. And he was on about it. it. They did the director's cut very much like Jackson did the direct, uh, extended editions with Lord of the Rings. So, so you're they telling me a lot me? of the story. It was edited a lot differently. So and they don't sleep together either. That happened in the theatrical mm. version, like Elektra and Daredevil meeting up, actually didn't happen in the same order. So there was more. Okay. Um. Well, what would be the word? Like angst between them, and there was this whole side story involving. Kingpins, Two IC, and Coolio. Oh well, so can, so I can just put this out there. Just just leave this where where it may land. <laughs> you were telling me that that Coolio was in Daredevil mm-hmm. yep. and Batman and Robin. I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will be Brandon's last podcast. Um, and Robin. Do you think? Do you yeah. think he is the death knell of DC films? <laughs> but, For Warner Brothers in the nineties, of superhero films, yeah, yeah. superhero films. Daredevil's Marvel. And yeah, sorry, I, I fucked up. And it came in the 2000s. Hey, Ginge, you yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a fun I little, sound pretty, though, don't I, just, ladies and gentlemen? Just a fun little thing. Um, you know, sometimes working, obviously working in a comic book store, you get some weird conversations pop up. One that came in today, there was a bunch of guys in here talking, and, and it was a cool, cool conversation. They said, who would you like to see cast if they were to do an uh, Luke Cage Iron Fist movie from Marvel? Mm. And do you know what the casting came down to? And I've got, I've got, no, I've got to, uh, and I've got to agree with them. When it, when it, like, and these guys debated it, the merits <clears> and the and, the, and the, Jaden Smith. No, no, fuck <laughs> you. The Rock as Luke Cage. And guess who they said for Iron Fist for playing Denny Rand? Who? Jason Sean Statham. William Scott. No, nah, Jason Statham. <laughs> and you know what? I looked at, it, I stood back and I went, these guys have nailed it. The Rock would be great as um, as as Luke Cage, right? Because he's the size. Look at the size of him, and everything else. And then you want a guy who's who's like a, you know. And you know he can grow the goatee because of GI Joe. Exactly. And then you want a guy who's pretty good with martial arts, pretty fit, but doesn't necessarily have to have hair because he's you know look at look at uh, Iron Fist's yeah the bulk of him the bulk of him and, and look at his mask and everything else covers his head right yeah. Yep. Jason Statham, perfect. I, I reckon that- I could contact Marvel Studios and go, here, there you get, go. To get a script written. Worked it out. We've cast yeah. it. There you go. Because I've been watching the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon this week How as well, amongst finally finishing off Young Justice, and it has... You really have you done nothing this unemployed, week, eh? <laughs> I, I have. It's been a very animated week, but, you know, it's got uh, White Tiger, Nova, um... Luke Cage and Iron Fist in it. And these are characters that I've never really read, but I'm loving them. And, now, yeah, you, you're right with... St- I'm not big on Statham as a action man, really? but, yeah, him. he's got the martial arts <laughs> experience a in a way, and he's not this hulking behemoth. Like, he could do he could do Iron Fist. Wasn't... Um, uh, remember when we went to Comic-Con and Ray Park was there a few years ago, hmm. and he said that he was in talks to play... He was, but he, you look at him But today, it, 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 never kind of, it never panned out. No, and today, Ray Park is not a big enough name. No. Uh, like, you know, he, yeah, he's been in some great movies, but he's the guy who's always in a mask who no one ever sees. Like, if you're going to do uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, Danny Rand would get proper screen time. Who are you talking about? Ray, Ray Park. Park. You know, the guy that played Darth Maul? Yeah. Not, not Adam Baldwin. The oh. actual guy who played Ray Park. <laughs> Fuck, I always thought it was Alec Paul. Well, the only thing I've seen him oh, talk was go, X-Men and Heroes. He's kind of like um, Doug Jones, who was Abe Sapien yeah. in yeah. Hellboy. 
he finally got to talk in the second one because they uncredit they didn't credit him, but David Hyde Pierce did the voice in That's right. the first one. Yep. And he was the silver surfer and he recorded all of his lines. They were going to use his voice and at the last minute they said, No, nah, you know what? Let's put uh Lawrence Fishburne's voice over it. So he Doug Jones and Ray Park are always those guys who, yeah, they do all the hard work but, they don't but get then don't get that little bit extra to actually get their name out there more. Yeah, yeah that's right. Very interesting that, but I just thought that was good casting. So we might have to do like a dream casting segment on Geek Speaking in coming coming what, months. The new Gatsby hosts, hey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's or the great Gatsby part well, two. Once, made, once you move on to bigger and better things, these six weeks we, we kind of need a feeling, don't we? <laughs> well, true, true that as uh, as the saying goes. Now uh, <laughs> counting down, we're only uh, what a week, week and a half, two weeks two away weeks. from two, this time in two weeks. Sup- we will be in Sydney, Sydney. Sydney. We have got a, this is probably the biggest Aussie creator catch up we've organised because uh, thus far we're looking at over thirty. Aussie creators. That's amazing, man. He just keeps growing. They keep contacting me. He's all right if, if, if such such joins. They're from Canberra or this person's from such and such. And you're like, yep, bring them along. If they're creating Aussie comics, we want to get them together. Bring me out like you wouldn't believe. We're going to be what? Pouring me out like he you said pouring, didn't he? Yeah. I, at first, I thought he said pouring me, and I was going to say, "Well, you're going to get that drunk. You just, you know." Or he's tears again. Both. Uh, It'd be the tears, me. yeah, because you know we know he cries at the drop of a hat. You're pimp me out. I'm still worried that we're going to have to handcuff you to the bed because of your um, one night wanderings. <laughs> we haven't worked out a sleeping arrangement. Hey, no, no, no. What you've got to remember is we're doing this at Ribs and Rump, and I have said, because you know I'm a competitive eater, that if they have a kilo challenge, I'm doing it, and we're filming. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst part is we have to share a hotel room with you. And a part, actually, it's not a hotel room. I booked an That's apartment. That's the best part, Todd. Um, I... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I um, Apparently, I didn't skimp on, on, on uh, accommodation. I actually booked us an apartment, so we've got a little <laughs> bit of space in there, hopefully, because we're gonna, probably going to need it. If you do a kilo um, steak challenge or something, I yeah, pity... Yeah, steak's got to come out somewhere. I pity the person who has <laughs> here to clean we, that toilet. Here we sleeping in Mate, the actual get bathtub. as much space as you need, but it's never enough to get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> how does your poor girlfriend, you know, how does she survive? Yeah. What? With you and all your eating challenges and then the aftermath. Like your big burritos and everything else and your chilli stuff. We we did dinner at Pepe's last night and I got chimichungas and taquitos. And I can tell you now, sitting through a play about cannibalism where they chop off the man (laughs) and fry it up. Oh, that didn't sit well with the belly. So there were. Um, <laughs> my, my my concern is more for once I'm asleep, like I can't control whatever I do in my sleep, and if that's gassing her, then <laughs> I, I give her forewarning. She's so, like, so you, but you have farted in front of her though. Hey, you have farted in front of her though. No, but Todd has. <laughs> Yeah, first time I met your lovely girl, and uh, like, oh, hey, how you going? Here, pull my finger. <laughs> no, so, no, pull my finger was when we were podcasting last week with Emily. It was, oh, you reckon a mic could pick up a fart? This is, um, <laughs> this, this is territory that oh, I don't really want to go into, but these boys raised it earlier, and it's just a quick thing. So, Steve, you have not yet um, uh, broken wind in front of in front of the Actually, girlfriend. No, I lie. A couple of weekends ago, I was fairly inebriated, and we made a joke about. Because we were sleeping on like a double bunk, like a um, bunk bed, yeah. And we were really close to the roof, and there was a smoke detector, and Joe <laughs> farted hard enough it would set off the smoke detector. And so I won't lie, I did it, try. You gave me your best <laughs> shot. <laughs> it, it, it didn't work. So what wasn't my finest moment, but I'll blame the alcohol. <laughs> How long have you been together? Uh, since last year, uh, eight, nine months. So you've been holding that one in for the last 12 months or so. <laughs> nine months, uh, Ginge. Yeah, there was Jeez, a if it was a baby, day, it would have come out already. <laughs> ass out the side of the bed every night is because I'm letting them all out. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the, the, the thing the boys brought up earlier was who, like, is it traditionally the when, girl, when girls When you're in a new relationship, and... how long does it take? <laughs> Hey? When you're in a new relationship, how long does it take and who cracks first? <laughs> oh, see, so that's the thing. Usually I just as so, I don't want to because I know that as soon as I do... All bets are off. Be, you set a precedent. <laughs> it will never end. And once you've passed that threshold, there's no going back. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Wayne yes. and I can concur with Move, that. Yeah. <laughs> moving along from that subject, you dirty bastards. Uh, <laughs> we we, we raise that subject for no particular reason. Because um, this is uh, obviously tonight, and I'm not controlling, I'm letting you guys talk freely, but it seems to be very movie-centric, this podcast. So yes. uh, speaking of a movie, I, I remember last year we talked about, uh, we saw the trailer for Bullet to the Head. The, yes. The Slow Stallone movie. 
Uh, the trailer looked amazing. It did. Uh, through nefarious means, I did get a chance to watch it uh, this week. And I tell you what, did you get a copy of Julia Gillard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I rang the ginger in Canberra, and I said, "Hey, mole." Um, <laughs> no, that's a pet name Julia and I've got. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She keeps taxing me. I just call her a mole. Um, <laughs> anyway, what uh, I come into possession of this? Uh, she just uh, rings you up and goes, "Citizen, citizen, citizen, you're paying more tax." I'm like, "Yes, ma'am." Um, anyway, I got this copy. It's a very good copy. I watched it this week. And even though it's very much a typical sliced alone kind of modern day action flick, you know, it's, yep. bit, it's, it's predictable and blah, 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 blah. Still loved it. Yeah. Even though he, yeah, he kind of mumbled his way through some lines, you know, kind of like blah, 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 Yeah. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> okay, it sounded was, like Bane just took, <laughs> just, 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 uh, just uh, connected to Skype there. Uh, I thought Bane had just farted. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a fart. You have my permission Perhaps to choke. he is wondering why you would shoot a man before throwing him from a plane. <laughs> In the background, you just hear this. <laughs> anyway, take it back to bullet. Fr- bullet yeah, sorry, bullet to the head. Kick-ass movie. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It is just a, a run-of-the-mill action revenge flick. Yeah. And Jason Momoa plays the bad guy in it. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Conan. Yeah. yeah. And also uh, Carl Drago from um, Game of Thrones. I'm right there, Steve. He was Drago, wasn't he? Carl Drago. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, buddy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, very good. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. You guys so. really like your old Sliced Alone movies and everything, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Do you know yeah. got a DVD release here in Australia about a week and a half ago? What? Stop or My Mum Will Shoot. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, wow. Oh, brilliant film. That came out, and so did um, uh, uh, Cop and a Half. Yeah, I yeah. Thought, oh, that had I was Reynolds about to in it? say, as a joke, if you say Cop and a Half, I'm going to flip. <laughs> <laughs> that came out as well. Um, and, and yeah, the, the cheaper DVD company that releases all the cheaper movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah they got the licenses for some of these old nineties films. And Speaking of out. throwbacks, um, guess who else was in Bullet to the Head? No idea. Go on, have a guess. Who and was in? No, who was big? And we loved him. In a t- he was in a TV show not long ago that that didn't go ahead. Dennis uh, Leary, Christian Slater, Christian Slater. No way, Christian Slater. Oh, he's shit, a bad yeah. guy in it as well. He's a and bad guy in it. I like. He's a creepy little bad guy who oh, gets wow. his come up and let's just say it that way. And, um, I think last thing I saw him in was a random episode of Entourage. Christian Slater? Was he in Entourage? Yeah, I think he appeared like just one of those guys that's just walking along and says, oh, hey, drama, and then they have a bit of a word and keep walking. Steve, <laughs> I haven't seen Slater in years. You, you need to to find the television show... Breaking In. Breaking In. It, is, that the CI, where, is that the one about he's a CIA agent? No. Uh, he's got his own... It, have you ever seen the Robert Redford movie Sneakers? With Dan yeah. Aykroyd and um, imagine imagine that, City but but Christian Slater is the Robert Redford role, and the other people are younger teenager type characters, including Michael Rosenbaum. I was about who, to say, were you, did you oh. say that Michael Rosenbaum was in it? Yeah, he, he's in it. He plays the uh, the boyfriend of one of the the main characters. Yeah. He's a real douche. And the other and, and and the other guy that's in it is uh, is it for Dead Like Me? No, no, he was in um, Reaper. Reaper, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're speaking yeah, yeah. of because actually no, that, I forgot about Slater did that series a few years back. I forget the name, but he was like a CIA agent who had, oh, was it split personalities or something? No. What was that one? It was. It was. I, it I caught a couple of famous? episodes here or there. It looked interesting. I've always meant to track down more of it. Yeah, I don't know which oh. one that you're talking about. There. You sure you didn't dream this one up when you were crying? In, in, you know, in your night terrors or something like that. Mate, you know the only thing I dream about is you and Brendan. Oh, <laughs> God, you know, Sydney, Sydney's going to have with to come Ginge and go real quick. Filming. With, um, with Michael Rosenbaum. Say, thanks for that. You go, Ginge. No, <laughs> you know, Michael Rosenbaum. Um, it seems like all the topics have sort of flown into one another tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, Michael Rosenbaum, I'm just about to finish season six of Smallville. In the last time I was on, I just started rewatching from the beginning because yep. I got given the box set with all yeah, ten that's seasons. That's right. Yep. Seasons, was, was it? Ten. I'm just about to finish season six. Ah. And you know what? Ah. Over time, that show's copped a lot of flack and, people, you know, that it's shit and whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I mean, I'm taking it at face value. It's not a HBO series. It's a CW show. And as it goes on yeah. and the things they start introducing and everything, like, I'm really enjoying it. Like, there's a... Oh, it, it definitely gets better. I still need to finish season 10. I've, I've been holding off for ages. Like, I still haven't seen the... Booster Gold, uh, Blue Beetle episode. I mean, that, apparently, like the Doctor episode Fate where they bring in the JSA, yeah. yeah, that that is just phenomenal. An... And they're bringing in people like Deadshot, like season nine and ten. They really, went, especially ten, they went all out with bringing in 
other characters. Well, there was and one character that, that popped up in an episode I watched the other night that I didn't even know was in it. This this guy sort of you didn't see him; he was just a shadow, and his eyes went red, and then he sort of vanished. And then Clark looks down and sees a half-eaten Oreo on the ground, and I was like, "Oh, get yep. fucked! It's Martian Manhunter!" <laughs> <laughs> like just little things like that. Yep. It's, it's I'm really enjoying it. I uh, introduced Amy to the joy of Birds of Prey. Yep. First couple of episodes the other week, and Ooh, um, yeah. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking five, Muller? You, you, you know what the problem is now, like Sheldon yeah, and Amy. We can call me. them Tamey. I'm an hour and a half away. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> see, see the you problem. Straight away, I regret opening my mouth. You know, you know what happened? <laughs> you brought her up. The same thing happens when Brendan brings up his wife. We don't talk about her until he brings her up, and then it's fair game. No, no, You've no, now no. brought her up. As the host of this show, I'll wrap this episode up real quick if you bastards start any rubbish. Now, listen. Uh, no, Amy, she thought was, it was all right. Amy liked it. She, she thought it was all right. I've never finished it. Birds of, Pri- I, I, Birds of Prey was amazing. And the greatest thing was is, it, never started it. is the the very the very start of it has uh, an Oasis song at the beginning it does. of it. And then there's also um there's oh, there's a couple of good songs, but you know, the reck- the reckoning. Yeah. The reckoning Do you that think was in it. They they were initially when I that show launched, they were initially planning on if it was a success tying it into Smallville. Yeah, it came out um about Because the I same remember time. the first episode, something about there was like special powers. That it's something about media rocks. They, they, or drop, something they, was they, drop, they drop a hint in there about yeah. You know, yeah. The thing is, Smallville took off. Birds of Prey didn't. It only got one season, and then it was um, shuffled yeah, off. It. Sadly, mm. so but no. Amy enjoyed it. Um, I, I love it. I still watch it every once in a while. I, you know, I haven't watched to the end of the season though. I've never watched them all the way through. Oh, really? whole, yeah, I'm, I'm just slack like that. I've got to. So, yeah, same, same. Yeah. After Wade bought it for you. As a gift. Yes, and I did mention not. that. You know, I said, Ginge bought me this. Now, and no, if, if we're going to talk about that, we'll talk about Spaced. <laughs> how he gave it away and, and doesn't know where it is copy? now. I didn't give it away. I lent no, it's not his <laughs> copy. <laughs> I bought you it. Hey? And it oh, went missing. Okay. No, you bought the first You're box set. No, and, the, and the first box set's gone missing too. No, the first box set. I, I had the first box set. No, what did you buy me? The first one or the this is one? This is a classic case of some, a friend this, giving another friend something. This is how stupid I fucking am, the right? The friend who received the gift thinking it's shit no. <laughs> and not wanting Bullshit. to tell the original Mate, friend I that love, he hated it. I love space, right? And I, I think I bought a box set first, which I lent out to someone. They never bought it back. I complained. Ginge went and bought me a second one. Someone said, oh, can I borrow that? They borrowed it. Both my fucking box sets of See, spaced have gone and have never come back. One speaking okay. twice shy, Todd. That rule doesn't apply to you. No, okay. It does now. <laughs> Let's just put out an amnesty on on, uh, <laughs> on my space box. You've already done that. that you've already, we, we already did, had yeah. a month. I think. Well, the I'm time, offering it again because I want my fucking space box set up. back. <laughs> From when you guys originally did the amnesty, yeah, I think the um, times already overlapped. Have you had issues of that, Steve? With what? People borrowing shit and not bringing it back. Yeah, uh, season two and three of Heroes on DVD for me, and just wondering, like, and a couple of the old Marvel animated films, like Doctor Strange and Invincible Iron Man. Yeah. I, I, I used to rent out a lot of movies. Like, I would, um, well, like, not rent out, sorry, lend out to friends. I would have to actually keep a list. Like, if they took something, I would write it, get a scrap of paper, yep. chuck down their name and what they've borrowed and put it into my DVD slipcase. So I could say, oh, who has that? Oh, these people still haven't got it back. And it just got to a point where I'm like, you know what? Fuck yous all. Get it yourself. <laughs> I um, I got I got to that stage as well. That's why I downloaded an app for the iPhone called Movielicious. Yeah. And it, oh, what, what you do is you go through your whole collection and scan the barcode and it brings up your movie and how long it is and who's in it and everything. But you can then can click on it and say, I lent this out too and write the person's name down and then it takes the date... Of when they borrowed it. Jeez, there's an app for everything. Isn't there, there is. Wow, there is. that's so, a good app. That's so. A, that's so that, that, that's that's what I'm in the. Pro- I've I've just about finished my DVD collection at the moment. That's good. But see, the worst thing is, it's not only when you just lend them out and don't get them back. It's when you lend them out, you get them back, but they're trashed. I hate that when people I, scratch I, I my, take my DVDs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. someone else's place. You can see the stuff that you've lent them. And it's sitting there, sitting on other discs, or thrown halfway across the room. And you're like, I didn't pay for that disc for you to treat as a fucking frisbee or a coaster. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do love, though. I, I'm glad I have got some honest friends because uh, a mate of ours, Sean, uh, Sean Davidson, walked in the door the other day with a copy of the Kevin Smith hardcover book. Yep. And he walked in and he goes, oh, thanks for that. I went, thanks for what? And he goes, that's your book. I said, how fucking long have you had that? And he goes, oh, a couple of months. Is that and tough he, shit? 
It might have been tough yeah. shit, yeah. And um, he goes, what well, did you forget about it? I went, yes, thanks for being honest. I didn't know where the f- that had gone. <laughs> I've actually got your other Kevin Smith book in my car. Good, well, the embassy's on. You've got to wait to get it back to me. I'm going to give it to you when the podcast is over. Oh, it's all good, it's all good. There you go. Guys, I want to thank you all for coming on. Um, quick notice all to all our, our, our loyal listeners out there. We are, of course, taking a short break for a couple of weeks uh, while the crew, uh, of course, our man here, the the, the man on the panel. <laughs> I think because the guy who knows how to do this stuff is going overseas. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's buggering <laughs> off overseas. Lowy, uh, Muller and I are in Sydney, and then I'll, I'll be in Townsville as well. So we've, uh, we're, we're tripping around. A few of the crew are taking a bit yeah, of a, I'll, a short I'll be break. In Melbourne, you'll, you'll be in Melbourne. So we're all heading off all over the place. We're taking a couple of weeks off, but make sure you do stay tuned because we still have videos coming out during that time. That's great. We're going to um, do a couple of video updates. We're going to do vi- um, video updates on the, on the Facebook page to keep everyone up to date with different things. So, Muller, you're going to have to come up uh, and we'll have to head to the pub somewhere to record them because I, I can't do it sober, apparently. Um, <laughs> it, it, and and Lowy's coming up to join us with that. It'll as well. make the camera work smoother instead of really shaky. It'll yeah. just be smooth because it'll be just rocking back and forth. That's how I get uh, I get at the best of time. I get smooth when I have a couple. Yeah. Um, so, so um, yeah, just saying, I'm going to America to do a film course. Th- yeah, you're doing and that. And also to hit up some TV stations. We wish there. you the be- uh, safe travels, old yeah, son. Bon make sure voyage. you enjoy yourself. Bon voyage. And make sure you bring me back a spaced box set. Um, <laughs> Before we do wrap it up, there is something I want to ask you boys. It, this was a little topic I wanted to raise tonight. Yep. Had your fucking chance. Reread, uh, reread <laughs> Hush and yep. then watching Superman vs. the Elite. Two big themes that I've seen this week in what I've, you know, immersed myself in. Yeah. Does a superhero have the right to kill? Because it, it was in Hush, there was, you know, there's a pivotal scene with um, Batman and Joker where he's like, you know, he's just going to break out in an hour from Arkham if we lock him up again. Superman vs. the Elite. Uh, society is getting disenfranchised with superheroes constantly just locking up the criminal and then they break out and do more harm. Yep. So, you know, well, I'm should g- they just put them out of their misery? I'm going to say... Uh, Where no, do you guys stand I, on this? I, I say no, a superhero should not kill because that is what uh, stands them ab- above the average person is, is that they have a, a superior sense of morals. Yeah. Um, they believe in rehabilitation, not... Um, and they believe in, that everyone has, has some good in them, some inherent good. That's where but, I'm going with it. Going to that part of Hush, this is what... That's the stance that Batman has always taken, mm. and he's willing to step over that line but he because hasn't. he's finally seen how much grief it has caused yep. with him just sticking to that one way. Yep, but I he think... hasn't. I think it comes down yeah. to um to what you lay out when the character's created. If you make the the precedence of okay, this is what the character is, they don't kill. You know, so I'm saying someone like like Superman or Batman compared to someone like Daredevil or yeah, the Punisher. It, yeah, you, you've sort of set the guidelines at the start. I think once you set the guidelines, you sort of need to stick with that because that's that's their moral so like compass. Like the Punisher, being that he is willing to kill from the get go. That's his character, and that's fine. Mm. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't think I can understand, and that's what makes the moral dilemma really good is the fact that Batman could end all these people and, and take away fun, the crime. Is, if you're a comic but, writer and you go, I'm going to have Batman kill the Joker, then you're like, fuck it. Not even if you're a, a, a villain, then fundamentally, if you are a superhero. Do you have oh, okay. Well, if I'm a superhero, if actually, I'd be more. Hero, honestly, I'd be more a super kill. dictator because, um, you know, if I had superpowers, it'd be my world, and you're all breathing my air. So you'll do as you're fucking told. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and some Muller, you piss me off. You'd be first on my list. Power of you, hey. How very superior from supreme power of you. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. And I, I, uh, I know what you're talking about there, sir, because uh, you, you put me onto that series years ago. Thank you. And yeah. uh, but that's that's what I would be like. I, I mean, if you're talking like that, I thought you meant as in, as in established superheroes like Batman, Superman, whatever. But um, if if it was me with superpowers, like if superhero does superhero have the right to kill? If it were me and the person was bad enough, like if it were a Joker type or a Lex Luthor type or something. Um, I probably wouldn't kill them. I would beat them to a pulp so that they, you know... Set an example. Are, well, so they're basically a vegetable for the rest of their life and they can't hurt anyone, but I haven't killed them. Mm. What's the difference between, between you know, turning someone into a paraplegic 
and and just switch and flick well, the switch. Well, this this can go into the whole debate with you know Batman Begins. Like I won't well, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. The Scotsman in me looks at it and goes, "Do you know how much healthcare is going to cost to keep that paraplegic <laughs> supervillain alive? <laughs> Fuck it, it'd be cheaper if you just snapped their neck, Brendan. Just you know, like I mean, like if I, and if I'm a I super, like, if I'm a super dictator, I'm also got to balance the book, so I got to take that into account. Dick in Superman <laughs> versus the Elite, he does have a good way around it. Like without being too spoilerific, he um, he handicaps them. Like there, <laughs> there would be ways. Like, no, I'm not saying he breaks their legs, but let's say you've got a um, someone with a particular type of power that there's something in their. Br- oh God! <laughs> oh, you amateur! You owe you owe us a, a, a carton there, Steve. I, I don't know what just happened, but somehow my Transformers game on my phone activated. It's <laughs> because he's playing. That really freaked me out. <laughs> But yeah, no. If you had a way of um, taking away someone's powers or something like that, like permanently, I feel like that's a better. Because in Dark Knight Returns, there's the whole thing with rehabilitation. They tried with Joker, and look how that turned out. Yeah. Mm. Well, maybe it's something we should put on the on the Facebook page. Yeah. Do you you believe, Steve? um, Go away tonight. And um, come up with the best I'm way. Already of, away. <laughs> come up with the best way of phrasing it and putting it on the uh, the Geekspeak page as a poll, and um, let's see what the punters out there have to say. The, the fans, and Actually, then we'll do a video about it. Thank, yeah. I want to sort of thank the punters too at the moment because I've noticed not not just the things I've posted, but a lot of the things that have gone up the last couple of weeks. We're starting to get quite a lot of feedback and some some decent discussion. It's great interactions on the topics. It's really good. Uh, before we go, I do want to give a quick shout out to Tony Davidson. Uh, Tony's a long time oh, listener. He sent in a fantastic comment. little uh, cartoon. I was of, uh, so of the jealous because I wasn't week. on the show last <laughs> yeah. week. And uh, so I want to thank you, Tony, um, and mate. A quick shout out. Great, uh, great piece thank of you, art. Sir. That was fantastic. That'll be getting framed and going up somewhere. Uh, at the spiritual home of uh, Geekspeak Alive, which is here in Kaboom Comics in Toowoomba. So it'll be getting framed and put up there somewhere. So thanks, Tony. That was fantastic. Muller, any Cheers, final mate. last words? Uh, no, I got in what I wanted to talk about, and I'm just glad I don't have to see your ugly mugs right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You've got the best too. of both worlds well, at the moment. You're probably sitting have at home. we been video calling the whole time? No, we You'll never know. You've <laughs> probably been sitting at home with no pants on, doing whatever, and you're still able to take part in a podcast. Mate, I have <laughs> it's a about 120 k's away from you. Right now, I had to hush her when she tried to meow into the microphone. <laughs> I was talking about your cat or Can Emily. Can you say hello to Emily for us? <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, um, thanks for st- that, Steve. Uh, we, of course, will be uh, updating everyone with stuff coming out of Supernova Sydney in the next two weeks. Lowy, anything final from you? No, just basically um, because we won't be podcasting for a while. Can't wait for Supernova. Can't wait for Superman. Um, a lot coming up. Can't wait for Steve being handcuffed to a bed in Sydney. <laughs> a lot, a lot coming up. That that a lot of the sort of the geek community um, can be very excited. And we'll be about, keeping them updated during that time. Ginge, bon voyage, arrivederci. Where can people catch up? And good riddance. <laughs> and good riddance. Where can people catch up all our stuff, sir? Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. At Geekspeak AU. And geekspeakau at gmail.com. Before I do go, by the time you hear this, I will have been to Ace Comics in Annerley, Brisbane, checking out the 24 hour uh, comic challenge. That's right. So be sure to keep an eye on Geekspeak for going to drop a little there. video about that. That'll and we'll be check fantastic. up with some of our Geekspeak regulars. Wonderful. That's great stuff. And um, well, that, that's about it. Ginge, you've given all the stuff. Uh, mate, safe travels. And I'm serious about bringing me back a space box set. If you see really? me over there, grab it. Okay. Um, Don't lend it out one. to anyone. That'd yeah, be... I won't this time. Dickhead. So anyway... Yeah. Uh, I will uh, I will make sure that we keep everything updated over the coming weeks and once again we are taking a short break but we'll be back Geek Speak Live bigger, better and badder than ever and Mullerara Fantastic Thanks for joining us on the podcast Joining us from Skype tonight was Geek of all trades Steve Muller In the studio Batman Bond correspondent Brendan On Pots and Pans Wade Cobson I've been your host Todd Bailey Join us next time here on Geek Speak Live Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series See you next time Nice (laughs) Love you Muller